Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. And also, you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. Oh my God, we're back again. It is the three-on-one podcast. It is an audio, but somehow still video experience. I am Matt Ryan, and I'm joined again. And it makes me so happy to see these two on this Zoom screen. <laughs> that voice you heard, he's blocking the line. He is Big Rob Fabian, a.k.a. Bachata Bob, joining us in the chat. It's also Corey Handsome on the Discord machine. And also joining me he's my quarterback and he's got the feathered hair he's got the layered look the father <laughs> of many the man making the core decision Corey hammond boys it has been three to four months since we have done a podcast together right. and i have to say it has been too long and we have not said enough and all of our children are running around out here wilding. So I feel like we just have to show people what a podcast actually is. But Corey's been on a press run. Rob's going viral. Uh, I'm eating sandwiches. So you know things are good. But guys, we are almost two months away. We are under three months from the start of the 10th season, the A7FL. And we're going to have some news for you. That's right. We have a news segment now. We're going to be bringing you some hot takes, and also, the rumor mill is booming, and we'll be going through that and some stuff that Rob has been hearing, and we can validate that things are transpiring in the A7FL, but guys, Corey, I'll start with you. How does it feel to be back? Well, as we have this new video experience, I'm going to... I'm going to do my ASMR smart. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Right? Like, we've, we've, we've been trying to have some kind of media experience to the point where I'm I'm doing, you know, post-fall A7 recap shows from 1 a.m. to 3.30 a.m. I just got off the Undisputed Cincy podcast. Shout-outs to Brent Smothers and my guy, Dale Hathaway. We got to get this hot take stuff out. Because I can't talk politics anymore. My wife is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob, before we go down that road, how does it feel to be back? I We have not spoken outside of like a few phone conversations and when you decide to answer your texts. Uh, since September. 1900 on the Discord. The little bubble. 1900. You're, you're, Confirmed. Me, me and Corey's voice has been prevalent in A7FL Nevada. Ohio, we've been talking with these other podcasts, and I was out in Vegas for the start of Fall Brawl. What is up with you, and what have you been seeing before we head into the news? I've kind of been, well, hi, guys. Great to be back. I've, I've kind of been, like, underground with it. Like, I've been keeping my ear closer to the quote-unquote streets of it all. In New Jersey, anyway. I can't really confirm things that are going on in Ohio or or Vegas, or, or anywhere else besides New Jersey. I live here, so it's like I'm kind of keeping it close to home and kind of trying to catch what the buzz is in the Northeast, honestly. And that's about it. And, you know, I, I keep a very low profile online. You guys know that. I don't say too much. I was just on the All-Pro Jaffos, and Insomniac guys were asking me, Rob, saying mm -hmm. that there's rumors that they're hearing that Big old Rob Fabian suiting up for 2024. How incorrect are those rumor. guys? No, I heard that same rumor. I I can't deny that, but I can't accept oh, it. Oh, you guys are going to leave me alone. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. No, we I'm would never. Nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. 
Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna look good, but I'm not playing shit. I, I, I can't, bro. It's over. It's over. He didn't say that, did he? You know what? Continue. Uh, he did. <laughs> um, I heard there's actually a great free agent that the Snow Tribe are looking at named Zach Morgan at wide receiver. It'll be very oh, nice. interesting to see if he gets picked up. But, nice. guys, we did talk about some new things on the show. We have actual segments now because we're, we're a show, and we're going to try to act like a show. And what other shows I'll don't try. have news segments? <laughs> so, Corey, Corey, pick up the script. <laughs> I said pick it up. Pick it up! Well, you're first. Type. I, I, <laughs> teletype, <laughs> right. Welcome back to the three-on-one. <laughs> There's that chemistry that everybody talks oh, about. Oh, yeah. That unbeatable fucking chemistry. Uh, it's time for the news. First up, the defending A7FL national champion Insomniacs remained undefeated this past weekend in Nevada's second annual Fall Brawl Tournament with a 25-point win over the now second-seeded Sickwitted. After the game, Sin City Chaos defensive coordinator Brent Smothers was overheard saying that if the offense knew what it was doing, their defense wouldn't be exhausted by the start of the fourth quarter while he was trying to tie his offensive coordinator to the local railroad tracks. <laughs> and speaking of throwing guys either on tracks or under buses, the Western Conference runners-up in the Sin City Chaos did make a significant coaching change in the offseason, firing Skyler Hurd after only one season as the offensive coordinator. Now, they are replacing him with a name Kyle Hogan. I just was talking to Brent Smothers, and he said that he has some arena experience and is a local high school football coach. But what they cannot fix is the lack of talent. And if they're going to try not to lose by 50, they're going to have to figure out something other than Keno Thomas running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's probably going to quit, too. With free agency and rumors abound in the A7FL heading into Season 10, the Las Vegas pit bosses shocked many by being the first to announce a cross-country pickup for their club. Jordan Davidson, known as some by Vanilla Vic and by us as Milk, who helmed the winless Olatangi Volcanoes in the 2023 campaign, is making the move cross-country. And while many, including my co-host, believe that he will not see the spoils of victory out in the desert and that he will curdle underneath the pressure and be pasteurized by opposing defenses, this anchor believes anyone has a 2% chance up to half and half to be a success in this league. Corey? And finally, off his star-making performance at the 2023 National Championship, Darius, better known as Logo Davis, has signed with the Nashville Nighthawks of the American nice. Flag Football League. The dynamic nice. athlete, Davis, who made his bones traveling the, na the nation alongside players like Mark Bagway and former All-Pro Dominique Rogers Cromartie, is now taking his talents to Tennessee. Our best of luck to Logo as he continues to show to the A7FL community why this league is a breeding ground for the next generation of athletes in pro football. And that's the end of the news. Rob, what's your take on some of the news we heard out there? Um, I, I saw I will your start, during our third story. Yeah, we'll start with the milk thing. Um, bums going to bums makes no sense to me. Hey, guys, we're back. All right. I know you miss me. Um, I don't I don't see the purpose. Like, these guys are, like, jumping shit to go cross-country to do what? Make your state relevant, man. Stay in Ohio and do what Ohio people but do. But, Rob, what you're, you're missing is this, he was chased out of Olin Tangy, right? He was mm -hmm. not invited to play with the crush. The okay. heist had wanted nothing to do with that movie. So the and the chaos said, for sure. So the pit bosses said, "No one wants him, but we do." So there's not enough talent in. But Vegas. let's be clear. Come on now. The, the pit bosses in the spring might be the alienators of the Vegas fall, and what we've seen from the alienators is that Quentin Ariarty, a guy that we liked when he was the quarterback for the Insomniacs in the fall before they became a super team, Derek. Yeah, super team Wait, for sure. Ariarty might be the pit boss's starting quarterback in the spring. So at, at, at a minimum, whether it's 2%, 1%, or vitamin A and D added, Jordan Davidson better bring his vitamin A game if he's going to even want a chance to start for the 0-7 pit bosses yeah, out a, in a, the a, Vegas a, division with – Corey's going to be nice if he thinks to know. It's a dumb pickup. It's, I mean, if Ohio didn't want you, your best bet was to go start a brand new team. 
I don't think the pit bosses are going to even use you. These guys don't have any camaraderie with you. Like, you're just, I don't know, you're just making the trip for nothing if you ask well, me. Well, hey, but, maybe maybe that, you know, remember that uh, that that hostage call that we got earlier in season two of the three-on-one where somebody was talking about Jordan Davidson's bringing an NFL wide receiver, but it sounded like somebody was, like, literally being held in a basement against their will? Well, maybe the person flying that person out there is the wide receiver. So that could be news, but likely not. Again, I, not I, I vanilla. Most, yeah, most news for me comes from when we're talking about winners. So when we get to the insomniacs, I'll start talking. Yeah. But, Roth, have you been watching, speaking of the insomniacs, have you been watching any of Fall? I saw you in the chat of this course, past now, Sunday. Now, if I, I haven't been watching a lot of the fall, but if you think I was going to miss the Insomniacs last game, you know, you're, you know, super mistaken. I wouldn't miss that game for nothing because it was the big game. It was the game to determine who's number one and who's number two. And without even watching enough of the fall, I easily knew the Insomniacs would be the number one team when it's all said and done. These guys are the, listen, they're the reigning champs. Unless, unless all these other guys went and picked up linemen, picked up receivers and, figured out how to play offense. I, I don't see anybody knocking them off in, in Vegas. I don't see who's better than the Insomniacs in Vegas. Well, in the last two all. games, in the last two games that we've seen Sigwood and Insomniacs, the first half, Sigwood has been pretty, you know, pretty competitive. Now, they're 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 maybe like a little bit premature in their evacuation of being on the team, but if they get maybe like, I don't know, a gas station fill, they might be able to hang for the full four quarters. If they get a what? A gas station fill. Maybe that's the, that's the that's the episode title. Corey, <laughs> we're back, baby. We're we're back. You Corey. wanted it. Everybody's like, "Where's the three on one? Why aren't you guys doing a podcast? Why don't you do it for free on YouTube? Oh, this this content deserves money. God damn it." <laughs> So you know how you do that? You go to tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. Listen, man. Corey knows my slogan. That's why he cleaned it up a little bit at the end. Football is four quarters. If you can't last the four quarters, pack it up. And if these guys could only hang for a half, then they'll never be better than the second half of the Insomniacs anyway. So, again, conversation. I mean, I like I like the Insomniacs 13. They put it in fourth quarter. They look better than stick with it at times well so have you seen know. have you seen our guy and and your mvp of the championship quincy burtz has been getting his shot at quarterback for the insomniacs in the fall i don't like talking about fall you know that right fails he's failed every me, single time it's zach luciano who is now the backup quarterback for scooter in an insomniacs uniform so keep on kicking and keep on playing that clutch defensive ends just to get the picks and the big time plays in the championship, Q Burtz. You are a legend, and don't let anyone ever take that away from you. Uh, indeed, but what you aren't I, uh, is an effective A7 NFL quarterback, and that's quarterback. what we're now. That was always my stance. That was always my stance last season on the show. I, you know, guys are like, Q man, you don't know Q man. He's amazing. I'm like, he might be a good football player, but he's not a good A7 NFL quarterback. <laughs> and I'm gonna stand on that. If he's been that bad in the fall, which is not, you know, I don't think fall counts, but you know. I do respect the fall that um, Vegas is having for sure because it, it got very competitive, and I only expect competition from the best team. So right now, the best two teams are who? Stick with it in Insomniacs? Yeah. Who's the third closest? Who Who's the who, who are those guys? Well, it's right now the Outlaws and the Alliance are in the three spot and the four spot. Okay. Um, well, the Outlaws are the, the Trey and Tone experiment, and they also got yeah. Darnell Richardson and Savion Cunningham and, and a bunch of guys, and they look to be relatively competitive. Um, but, again, when they played the Insomniacs, you know, they, they, didn't, they weren't able to kind of play the full game to the level that they were looking for. And then the Alliance are the, the Scooby-Doo, you know, pull off the mask. That's the force in general. And I just got off the phone earlier today with Chris Vera, talking about Dion Fox and, you know, he's been suffering, you know, the quarterback that's going to take over for Rock Briscoe, who is my favorite quarterback, but since he's an offensive coordinator now, because uh, I guess he's too old, it's now maybe me and Snoop are the oldest quarterbacks. So maybe I have to say that Snoop <laughs> for the Hunters is my favorite, but, but De Dion Fox is, is most likely, you know, barring injury or something weird 
taking over the quarterback position for the force. And this has been the fall that he's, you know, was supposed to be his, you know, coming out party. And How's just to, the, the Alliance in their last game in, in a blowout had 55 yards passing. So we know that he's athletic Ooh. and can run. We'll see if he can run an offense when the, the springtime comes and the force are once again part of our league because they take off every fall, even though they, they, they probably should should start in, involving themselves as a full squad so that they can get better, but I digress. Well, speaking of uh, making decisions for the spring, we've all been wondering for months, some would say since before the championship game, since a night in front of the Asbury Park Stadium where there was a 45-minute conversation <laughs> about a myriad of things. <laughs> Rob, five minutes in, was like, I'm, I'm going home, fuck y'all. Um, but it's where is our friend Corey Hammond going to be playing in 2024? Now, both me and Rob have tried to entice Corey to stay for all three games during the season, uh, offering him the nicer chair. Uh, getting him the energy drinks he likes. We, um, we got him last season, and I thought that was going to help us out, but yeah. looks like I was wrong. We were going to get him a chastity belt, but that that there's just no way. <laughs> right um, that ship sailed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Corey will be playing again, uh, and Corey, you've had a lot of options. We were at the Snow Tribe workout together. You've had conversations with people. Um, I've heard people wanting you to go to Ohio, but uh, I don't think you're going to be able to drive from Cincinnati and come back to do the 7 o'clock. So, uh, Before he announces where – you know what? Announce where you're going, and then I'll ask you what I need to ask. Fair. But let, let Matt finish with his lead-up because yeah, I, I, I feel like the longer this lead-up gets, the, the more important-seeming it sounds, but, even though most people so, are like, come on. So let's go through the teams that are out of the running. Obviously, any of the teams in Florida, Ohio, Nevada, huh? Los Angeles, no, oh, I'm Cincinnati. So it, it comes down to basically the Northeast. We know that the BIC are set at quarterback. We don't wait, know what Quattro. See, see, but that was that's what my problem was. That right there. Well, why Rob knows Rob knows that behind world, the scenes. In why not go to BIC? I'm sorry. Why not go to BIC, Corey? Well, you know that in 2021 and in 2022, I had conversations with our great friend Ken Stansbury about right. what that might look like. Right, but you both know me, and knowing me, is that is have I ever been the guy? And I just recently was on the All Pro Jaffos wearing my 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 Warriors jersey that says W O E Warriors over everything. When I used to say, "Don't join the top teams, built from the bottom," like it was like my my mission statement. But you knowing me, do you think I would sit comfortably? You know, getting like maybe one drive a game or coming in at garbage time and then winning a championship really with a team that? that I'm not the guy? You want me to really answer that? Is that who I am? No, no, no. You would sit comfortably because your ass wouldn't be sacked 40 times Corey, a game. Corey, take your take your the departed Oscar. Like you you've earned it, buddy. Like Man, you, you can you can lap. You you can be you can be the legend who who joins up. You could be the and, the big shot Rob. You could be and that. Look, look at it like this: Terry Codrington, and this is these are facts. It's not me making shit up. Terry Codrington is a corner and would love to play the position if they had a corner. With the line BIC has, you wouldn't have to worry about running, sir. That Terry Codrington doesn't mind playing corner. Why would he mind? <laughs> you you know that I love the wide receiving core, the offensive line, the quarterback, the coach, the GM, the owner. You know I love BIC. BIC will always be family when, you know, my wife still tells me to go back to BIC. But as you know, Never. speaking of the departed. The departed. I, I, you know, and, and Boston, right? I'll say this. Last year on an 0-17 with 
seven guys that had to drive a total of 12 hours to be a part of our league, right? Mm-hmm. Six guys that were were cast-offs from the Snow Tribe that didn't make their roster, and no one was saying that they were world beaters, and two other guys that had literally not ever played football before in their lives. My team, in a division that is hard to play against, started the year off by getting our asses kicked by the animals by 60-plus points, continued to fight to the point where when we played BIC, Sterry Codrington came to us personally and congratulated my team, not me because I didn't deserve it, but my team on the grit and and the courage that it takes to to step up in the face of adversity and to keep fighting like we did. And the last game of the season, even though all of those guys could have quit at every single moment of that really tough season, we did lose to the Animals, the fourth seed, and we only lost to them by 14 points. And I think that that growth and that journey and that level of dedication and and the will to continue on proves a lot more than, let's say, guys like Eric Schuford, Munchie, who I was just in a lot of uh, a long argument with the insomniacs who loves saying that his friends are just better after losing it as, as a member of the kryptonite in the fall championship helped build the super team in the insomniacs so that he didn't have to face adversity ever again played. And we'll talk about this later a Vegas division in which the insomniacs walked onto every field and they were automatically better I think it takes a lot more courage, grit, and determination and, and football integrity to do what those Vegas, uh, excuse me, the Boston guys did than it takes for, let's say, a Munchie, who's a great football player and one of the best wide receivers in our league, but who joins up with the rest of the best players in the Vegas division just to make sure that he doesn't ever have to try a little bit harder than he usually does. And I'll take that losing season over joining up with Sterry Codrington, a loaded BIC team, and great, and rightfully so because they're great, specifically this season. I love playing football, but I don't love what some would say is bandwagon jumping and others would say is, is, is a word that starts with D, riding to a championship. And take, take that as you want, but let me, just, let me just in memoriam say that those Boston guys – went through a lot more adversity, a lot more, and showed a lot more toughness than what we see from the the champion team that didn't organically build from that kryptonite loss, and then now they're... they're... Come on, Corey. I wouldn't even be if I let you say that so clean. Come on, Corey. (laughs) Not too much on the chips. Not too much. (laughs) Uh, They they got me fired up on the All-Pro Jaffos, and they know that I'm there to just poke the bear because I don't know how, how many times in division during games this season anyone's going to even go as far as poking them based on sometimes what we see in those games but i will say this boston not there's not a group of of guys tougher than those guys that came in week in week out in the toughest division physically in the a7fl when we when we when we got scored on by huff and the animals I literally out loud said to those guys who were all looked shocked, like, oh, my God, this is what this is. And I said, welcome to the A7FL. <laughs> None of them quit. They all kept fighting. And we got better and better each week to the point where we I threw for three touchdowns against the mighty U, ran for a touchdown against BIC, and we only lost by 14 when we were by far the worst defense in the league. We only, except for obviously OTT and and the pit bosses and the gold, but but we only lost by 14 against that same animals team in the last week of the season. And we went from losing by 60 to losing by 14. That's growth. That's integrity. That's what it means to be an actual man, to actually have integrity and actually have a heart and not be LeBron and join up with your best friends because it's easier to let other guys do the hard work. Sometimes you have to sit with a loss, and sometimes you have to be tough, and you have to be a man to actually show that you can do more than just watch other guys do it for you. Not too much on the king. It's 40-something. We have very different perceptions on this, Corey. I love you. I love you. (laughs) You guys want me to join BIC so I can just take off on on the BIC games that are going to be tough because we know that Sterry Codrington is going to be starting quarterback the whole game. It's not not just that, but we get – 
we get we get me and Rob get a lot of shit for defending our friend who we think is actually very talented at the position of quarterback. You know, we want you to be in positions where you could succeed, where you know there are offensive linemen and 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 wide receivers. Right, and I think think anywhere I go is going to give me more time than the one point two seconds. No disrespect to my guys in Boston, but the one point two seconds has taught me how to get rid of the ball lightning quick. And we're going to parlay that into, if I get two seconds, it's going to feel like forever. I'm going to feel like but, Scooter back there with that offensive line. Shout-outs to Kenny Mack. If we were to ask Sterry Connerton, we keep bringing him up because, again, Sterry is, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in his league. We keep bringing him up because he completed, he's, he's he completed 70% of his passes last year. Yeah, the, the guy was phenomenal. Like, we, that's why we keep bringing him up. He has a great mind. He knows the game. He gets it. He, he just gets it. Terry would sit here and agree that you're a pretty good quarterback, Corey, and you just need a team around you. And I'm trying to see you. Well, it's not going to be BIC, guys. It's not going to be BIC. And shout-outs to BIC. I can't wait to play against them and also watch them go deep into the playoffs. But you guys really want to know who it is? Sure. We've been talking about this for 10 minutes. So I went on my rant to, to, to defend my Boston guys. Which is fair. And since this is the video pod, boom, baby. What? They don't even see that. (laughs) They don't. But boom, baby. You are you are going back. That's right. Corey is is teaming up with some of the most dynamic players in the A7FL to rejoin the East Orange Renegades for the 2024 season. And guys, I'm really excited to also announce that Rookie of the Year candidate and runner-up, one of the standouts that I loved playing with and showed just as much toughness, playing hurt in all of our our, our last final three games oh, after no really hurting No way, Goose. Xavier Vinny, Goose, will be joining Maverick as a renegade this season, A7FL oh, wow. East, raw oh, notice. Man. We got Dondre Haynes. We got Greek Beast. We got uh, Goose. We got a whole bunch of those athletic tight end guys. And if I have learned anything in watching good A7FL teams play, we will be trying to recruit my friend and good quarterback in his own right, Kenneth Stewart, to share some time with me. Not 100% yet. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Okay. And we're going okay. to sometimes Snow Tribe. Corey Hammond is going to have his team run the ball to make sure that we oh, wow. are as successful well, as we the, can be as the, the Renegades. The saving grace for the Renegades last year was their running game. They had Khalil Green and Mike Liberty, who played with the Hawks prior to last season. Right. Um, if they return, that's a big. Yeah, I got those some are some big weapons for there, you guys. I gotta. Uh, I got to fight for whatever this magnetism to Richie Augusto, who has zero football IQ, zero talent, and is constantly making but, people upset but, with him. But, but uh, he has a relationship, which, which in this league is very important. Guys, you know how far the Cerebral Bombers ESCO goes, and I think I can maybe work on Liberty, but we'll see. Free agency is still open, and the, uh, the Renegades in, now, in that... they have me to uh, chirp it, guys. So, can me ask you a question? What, where does that put CP3? Where does that leave you? I was about to ask that same question. I haven't Please talked to CP, me. and I don't, from what I gather talking to Rill, uh, you know, uh, the Haynes brother that runs, you know, Dondre's Don older brother, Rill right. Haynes, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not that, it, you know, it's not that there's anything wrong with CP or, but I, I just don't think that he's, uh, you know, a fit for where renegades are moving towards, but you guys both know that, you know, Corey price is, you know, cool with me. And the last time we were on the same roster playing quarterback at the same time, Rob, you were there. It was my best season. Now I won't have, we did not we did not but you know, uh, I, I don't know specifically anything with CP three. You threw him a touchdown. In that in that playoff game, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, and that was fun. That was cool. I thought yeah. that was cool. Um, you know, I, I was a little upset with Ron Clerk's defense that year, giving up 55 when we scored 40. 
I threw for 500 yards that game, Rob, against the Immortals defense. I, I, Ron, I never played better in my life. Spawn, Ron. You have 24 hours to respond, Ron. Man, he was chasing Gerald Bell, who <laughs> outweighs him by 150, and he couldn't catch him. Remember that play? Well, yeah, I mean, that was the come-out party for Gerald Bell. Nobody even knew what to expect from he that. He choke-slammed me on that post-corner I completed to to Troy on the, on the left sideline, right, you know, in the first quarter. I still have the scar on my neck. You guys can see it on the video, right? Yeah, yeah we can see it. But um, this leads us into our next segment here on the show because we were talking about where CP3 might go or what, what might come of the rest of the Renegades. It's time for our hot take segment. And, and Rob, you had one loaded up in the chamber. Yeah, you wanted you, you wanted to get out there. So. I did, I did, and I do. And I, this wouldn't be the three on one if I wasn't giving takes like this and making a whole division upset with me. No matter how nice I spoke about them in the beginning of the show, right? That doesn't matter. But oh, you're gonna trash Ohio? No, I, <laughs> I, I got the first half to, of the show. They have to be good for me to trash them. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't That's waste my time. Yeah, so, so whoever's um, about to get trashed, just know that it's, it is also a level of respect, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. There's a lot of respect. There's a lot Shout of respect. Shout out to Ohio that is basically still in the dumpster after their uh, Final Four game. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people. And again, I, you know, the excitement of that 2023 championship, man, I, I, I can't sit here and say I, I watched a better championship, and I've been involved in a few of them. That was one of the best championships I've ever been a part of, right? When it was all said and done, the excitement wore off, and we got to analyzing, like, actual analysts and football players. I realized something. Though, though the insomniacs, and again, no matter what I say here, it doesn't take your championship away. So being offended makes no sense to me, but though the insomniacs won the championship, I still don't think they played anyone. And I'm, I was just sitting back thinking, and I was like, maybe that's why they were losing for the better part of 95% of that game. Because, again, at the end of the day, what matters is they won. They're the champions. You know, again, no one can take that from them. But when I started to think about it, I'm like, well, they were losing about 95% of that game. They really won at the very end of that game, tail end. And from from some from some I would even say phenomenal performances, but some more 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 miracle plays. Like we have to we have to attribute luck is a part of the game. We know that the way the ball falls, the way the wind hits it, the way someone tips it, it's a part of the game. We've been yeah, who, who knows more yeah. about luck than people in Vegas, right? Right, right. And it, it was just in the stars for those guys to win. I just. I feel that. But when I really look back, I see why they struggled so bad against the Nightcrawlers, who, in my opinion, wasn't actually the best team in A7FL. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so what you're saying is I, 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 was, I was with you because I actually had this conversation with them not too long. I was with you. When, okay. So you don't even... No, the reason why... Okay, that day... The Nightcrawlers were better than the Insomniacs. I don't know if we lost Corey. Did we lose Corey? Or did you lose me? I think his internet froze for a second. Okay. But, okay. Are, are we freezing or do you want to? No, you can keep going. Okay. I, the the Nightcrawlers were better, with the better team. You know, they made it. They made it. So they were the better team in general, right? But in all honesty, the best team in the league didn't make it. Would you say from, the three, uh, would right? you go as far to say the three best teams in the league knocked each other out? No, 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 no. Because I do think in, in, Insomniacs are in the top three. So the three if we best. did the top seven right now, Oof. if we did the top seven right now, Oof. and you had to two, do the top three. Top three? Yeah, three to people, one. People are going to be pissed. Insomniacs, mm-hmm. Insomniacs, Nightcrawlers, watch me. But if the Watchmen no longer exists, the U. So you have the U above BIC. They beat them twice. They bumped the BIC that's, off. That's fair. That's fair. And, 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 that's, and fair. that's, you know, they got to, BIC got to get it back in blood. You know I mean? Regardless of what's going on over there, they got to get it back in blood. 
Insomniacs, regardless of who they played, are still in my top three. They're number one to me. They're still number one. But are they still number one if they have to face the same gauntlet, BIC, and the U, and the Watchmen? Have to, they're, not, they're not going through that. They're not going through week in and week out. And even, even though they didn't go through that, they faced, out of every team that was in the playoffs, the Nightcrawlers were the least experienced A7FL team which then created the best possible matchup for both of those teams in the championship because at the end of the day, if for all my boxing fans, styles make fights. Styles make fights. And in the A7FL, that's what it's about. That's why BIC can beat the Watchmen, but the Watchmen can beat the U, and the U can beat BIC. Styles make fights. Yeah. But that's and, just how it goes. It it feels very much like the 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 featherweight division in MMA or the right. heavyweight division in boxing. There are these certain pillars. Or if you go back into the eighties, if you're a combat, I'll throw a dollar in the bucket. But you talk about the four kings of boxing in that period of time: Hagler, Hearns, Ray Leonard, and you had the Hands of Stone. And when you had uh, Roberto Duran. And you had those four teams. Each guy could beat one of the other three, but may not have been able to beat all three. And I think we're in that some we're in that situation in the Northeast. And my hot take is, unless certain things pan out, I think we're going to get the exact same Final Four. My hot, I I feel I'm eighty five percent certain, unless. Unless something fucking nuts happens. I feel like we get the same Final Four, but I don't think we get the same championship. I think Logo Davis going to the Flag League if he's not full time, if he's not playing with the A7. And uh, Corey, if you are joining us back again, I think we got you. Bagway, yeah. Bagway also also joined uh, uh, the Arena League as well, didn't he? Not for a flag team. I believe he's on one of the flag teams, but I'm not a hundred percent certain on okay. that. Okay. But Corey, uh, the what you missed was, uh, I want your take on what Rob said about because you're dealing with uh, power outages here in the Northeast while we're recording this. We're well, yeah, I mean it's the the thunder and lightning and and ninety mile an hour winds, which by the way, Vegas, that's actually severe weather, not forty five degrees and a light breeze. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Rob, let me just get this straight. So, so you're saying that the even the Nightcrawlers were not comp, and and that the the Insomniacs are sitting here today, champions of the entire league, completely untested. When, when you when you frame it in the sense that excuse me, oh man, that the Insomniacs weren't. I mean, the Nightcrawlers weren't comp. That's not facts at all. What I said was. The Nightcrawlers were the least experienced in the A7FL, correct? Along with the Insomniacs, who, again, those two teams been in the A7FL for the least amount of time, which made for their championship matchup, it made it a perfect championship matchup because, hey, we're just going to play how we know how to play football. I'm not saying that there wasn't strategy involved, but listen, I talked to those guys at the field. They did, the night crawlers, unfortunately, and again, these aren't excuses that they made. This is when I was, you know, digging for information. Why was this going on? Why was that going on? Well, the night crawlers came there with no corners. And then you think about all the plays that you saw Logo Davis playing defense, and these guys are playing both sides. You're in a championship game, miles away from home. How is your star receiver, your star Everything at that point, he's the one playing corner. And, yeah, and no disrespect to Mark Bagway, he was getting smoked because he was right. both sides of the ball having to run and, miles. And you got to ask yourself now the experience a BIC or Watchman team has is they would have never allowed something like that to happen in the sense of having one player play both sides in a championship game against top competition like the Insomniac. The Insomniacs weren't no joke. Those were the best players in Vegas put together on that team who were not on the same team the year before. 
with some Scooter. of them weren't even in the league. The league. Some of them weren't in the league with Scooter. Scooter, as big as he is, with those monsters at the offensive line. Come on, you can't take chances. But the Nightcrawlers, lacking that experience, took those chances. Yes, it picked. Listen, you can watch that game. Corey, Matt, even the guys that were in Vegas. The other side of the ball, when we had conversations, I told everyone exactly how that game was going to go. I was 100% right until the ball head legend grabbed two interceptions out of thin air and, and did what he did with them. And the team, you know, rallied back and were able to win at the very end of the game. And again, phenomenal game still. So you were right until you were wrong. And just to be clear, I was right because I picked the Insomniacs to win, even though I was wrong most of the time. But if I'm at the end right, then I'm always going to say that was right. Just like when Derek right. typed right. Corey is right on the, the chat for the Jaffos. But I feel like I'm in I, I feel like I'm in some kind of weird twilight zone. Because was it a dream that at 4 a.m. that I'm talking about A7FL Nevada playing devil's advocate about the conversation about the Insomniacs, which I didn't even believe myself because I think – that I respect the Nightcrawlers. They beat the Watchmen. Watchmen, a really right. great team. But you're saying, and, and, and you're the devil's yeah. advocate himself, then? It's you, because, God. Because what, it, because what it is is the Watchmen, listen, the Watchmen were beat up. The Watchmen had to play in the toughest division. I'm just saying, I don't think the Insomniacs make it to the championship as clean if they have to deal with Northeast competition at week in, week out. And shout out to the All Pro Jaffles. They do a great podcast. Check them out when you get a chance. After you, you know, obviously listen to our, ours first. But, you know, talking with, with four Insomniac guys, arguing with me because it takes that many Vegas guys to even have a chance against your boy, Corey Hammond, in, <laughs> in a battle of words. Cause, and they, they really still lost, which was amazing. They needed Josh to, to, to come to their defense because I was too offensive by asking them questions they couldn't answer. And they were very similar to your points, but I, I almost can't believe that we're really they are the they are the champions, Rob. So what are you I'm saying? Not taking what that they away. said, what what they're what saying is, is when I ask them the same the same question, I ask Munchie, right? And I'll do my Munchie impersonation. And shout out shout out to Kenny Mack, who I think was the only one among Coach James Munchie and their new guy Denzel Daniels. And shout out to him; he's wearing the Rip Hamilton mask out there making plays. He, he called out RTU, like RTU. No disrespect, my guy. You do great media. But he called out RTU like he wanted to go up against him in corner, like RTU has, has, this, has this track record of being a shutdown guy. Um, you know, check the tape. Love you. Love you, Keith. Love you, Keith. But uh, Kofi's not to disrespect, too. But Munchie was brushing it off, going like this. This is Munchie. Corey, you don't understand. My friends are just better and I, I already talked about how that mentality that lebron i gotta team up with other guys oh my god leave lebron out of this good. lord have mercy it's the heat all over it again but anyway that's, that's what these guys grew up on they you know uh rob we grew up seeing michael jordan lose to the bad boy pistons and go right back at him right we and saw kobe bryant say Shaq, coach, it's my team and not go join us this Damn group of people Saw LeBron say, oh, I can't do it by myself, right? But anyway, Munchie says that their, their offensive line, their skill players, their talent guys are so much far and away better than BIC that they're just better. No, no, okay. They're not worried about them at all. Okay. They're going to vote race the entire league. No, 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 no. Okay, stop right there. Stop right there. That's what the – okay, that's my problem with the fact that the – Insomniacs played the Nightcrawlers instead of playing a BIC or even the Watchmen. That's my problem. Because all they got from the Nightcrawlers was more of flag-style football, which, again, gave us the high. Is that not the highest-scoring championship we've had to date? Well, what I was trying to explain to them is that... Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it was. It was. It was. Why was that the highest-scoring? When we've had teams we consider better playing in the chip, it was the highest scoring the because physicality. they were playing a style of football that the A7FL doesn't necessarily play, which is okay because it might be time for a change, right? High-powered, high-flying, long passes, mosses, head taps, all that is beautiful work. 
with a little bit of running from RTC. It's a, it's beautiful, but it's more flag than it is A7FL. Right. It's, if it's an A7FL style game, and the nightcrawlers are up the way they're up, you don't think people are chewing the clock. You don't think there's a different mindset going. On. I'm t- I'm just telling you from being in these games and having to play teams like that. When the you remember when the um. Immortals first came in the league. You know they were a flag team, right? Yep. And we beat, they thought that they were going to come down in the league the first year, win a chip, dip out, right? We beat shit down the Immortals' leg when they first came into the league because they were a flag team. They were nice. They had great plays. Guys was catching. But once once that phenomenal quarterback, I won't say his name because he hurts me so much, once he figured it out and understood you have to run, you have to have running backs, you have to – once he figured it out, bro, they were almost unstoppable. They were almost unstoppable. Only and won one chip still, too. Great team, one, one of the greatest chip, of all time. Chip. Had the best defensive line, best offensive line, best and they had And they had a great Matt Riddick run. scored how many touchdowns that year? 60? No, he went crazy. Matt Riddick is just... But, again, but he's, that's he's what I was talking about with these guys, because I was saying, and, and this was where I framed the conversation. Now, I'm still going to argue with you, Rob, but let me just give you where, what you missed. I was talking about that, not that the, the that Tyree McCant and uh, Deontay Henderson and at times some of the other guys on the night crawlers, not that they couldn't be physical, but that in the A7, that's not a physical football team. So what I was asking is, is the, the Insomniacs, what happens when they play the physical football team? And you know what I got? This is what I got. Ready? You just don't understand. We're just better. And what I what I think that what I think that I want to be made clear on my end because let's also just clarify, Insomniacs have one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive the line best, the in best. the A seven NFL, right? And it's re- it's the reason they won. If I'm being completely and, and honest, their defense, and their won. defensive line, it, they have their defensive line is not like it's okay. right? It's we can okay. say the level of physicality of their defensive line based on their competition that they face is, is something that we can talk about. But no. I voted for A.J. McQuaig for, for Defensive Player of the Year. And I don't agree with that take. I think that was horrible. Who did he play against in the I Defensive think he, Player I of think the Year? I think 26 sacks, whether it's in a Vegas division, whether it's nah, in no, the no, Mountain no, no, West, no. Don't whatever. Do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's why Trey Bass would go it because you're David in a, you're in a, you're in a northeast. And that group of wide receivers, you're right? You're in a northeast. Okay, the receivers. But you're in a northeast where there are linemen. I moved off that board. I'm not going to die on that hill. Okay, good. Good. I'm not going to die on that hill. But okay. the receivers that they had, the running backs that they had, and now they add Devontae Carter, who's obviously shown in the fall that he is a, a monster at running back. That we, you know, thank God the uh, the Nightcrawlers didn't have to see that you know two headed monster. But I would what? argue, I would argue that RTC right now, based on on overall you know production, you know not the not the career right, courage is the goat uh, you know career wise, but he's kind of taking a step back as far as production. RTC is the best running back in the league based on production. No, 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 now no. Now they no. add that. No, 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 no. The Insomniac's offensive line has the best running game in the league. Let's let's correct. RTC is not bad. But without a line, RTC looks like he did when he came to Jersey with the force. Let's let's not forget. That, that was happen. what I told those guys. Yeah, that they got to get on the phone with RTC happen. because if they yeah, think like, physical football is played out there by the Nightcrawlers and by the Sin City Chaos, who was yeah. a, a collection on, of man. Amazon workers, sanitation engineers, and, a, and you know an unemployed? I'm going expo- to expose something. I'm going to expose something. When during that um th- that Ohio game, when everybody flew out to Ohio, drove to Ohio, whatever they did, right? You know what I suggested, right? You know what I suggested? I suggested the games get crossed. Me too. You know why? You, they you know who? Cross you know who said absolutely not to that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, everyone yeah. from Vegas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because yeah, because guess what? How crazy do you look hosting a championship in Vegas with no Vegas teams in it? Yeah, that's the thing. But personally, it was more about geography. But all right, we're gonna you know let's 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 well, go, well, how about let's, this? Circle. let's just point, let's just just end it in this way because this was another thing that we talked about, and you just mentioned it, Rob. And and I apologize for again once again you know being Corey Hammond on the show, Matt. So I apologize. But I'll say I'll say my take at the end of this, and I'll get flack for it. But let me just ask you, Rob. Twenty twenty three Insomniacs as constituted, twenty twenty three Northeast Division as constituted, 
What's the record after the regular season that the Insomniacs walk out based on your assessment of who they are and how they would fare against the toughness that they have not yet faced? And they, they would play eight games? Let's say, they, let's say that they play all the teams except for the, the Boston Omegas because, you know, you guys like me. So, so eight games? Sure. Yeah? They play BIC, U, Watchmen, Renegades, Snow Tribe, Buzz, and um, Animals. What's their record? BIC, U, BIC, U, Watchmen, Tribe, and Animals. They're playing five games. And Renegades and Buzz. Right? Rene- so they're playing. They're playing. So the, they're playing the eight teams. They're playing eight the eight teams. They're gonna go at best six and two, at worst five and three. Who do yeah, they um, lose I... to? They're, they're guaranteed to lose to BIC. BIC would not lose to them in in Jersey anyway. Um, they're I cannot now this. The the two the the five the six and two is a toss up between the U and the Watchmen. I think again I'm going to get a slack for this. I think the Insomniacs are better than the U. Sorry, I do because the way those offensive linemen were moving, you feel me? Honestly, I, I take it back. Seven and one, and worst record they could have is just by losing to all three of the big teams. Seven so you think one, that they beat, they you, you think that they beat the Watchmen head to head, but they would have lost to to the BIC. Yes. Well, this is what I would say. I think that based on what we saw from BIC, and they can take it for what they want, right? Last year, they did not come to the games that they needed to show up at with the level of of, of roster that they promised us, and that's on right. them. And they should eat that because they should have repeat, or at least they should have been in the Final Four instead of the right. Watchmen because they beat the Watchmen. And, they, right. and the, the only thing standing in their way was a U team that was playing with revenge, and those guys didn't come with the same level of energy that the U did, and the U was worse than BIC, but that doesn't always mean that you it win in football anything. because you got the it better roster. Much right. But let me tell you this, Rob. As much as I t- I'm talking shit, and I talk shit all, you know, whatever Sunday night, Monday morning, it, it went into Tuesday, it felt like it was so long. I think that the Insomniacs likely go undefeated, and they're their their most physical their their biggest test would be in the the heated rivalry that is the Baltimore Watchmen because of how much hatred is there just because of the blind fury that they talk trash on to each other on the little Facebook shows that try to copy us. But I, Rob, that collection of talent cannot be denied, and we saw it in person, and we right. saw it week in week out when we were watching the games of the week out there in Vegas. The Insomniacs have the offensive line. They have the offensive skill position. I think they could go undefeated, and it's only because that BIC team that we wanted to exist, unfortunately, when it mattered, did not exist. I I can agree with that. But, you know, being objective with it, it's like, well, would that BIC show up? Would the BIC we need show up? And that's BIC's fault. If that BIC shows up that's supposed to show up, I don't think the Insomniacs stand a chance. And that's even me knowing that Matt Kenny, he's the best lineman in the league right now. I don't, I don't see any better. Oost is either two or five. Oost is, two to five Oost is right next to him. Oost is right next to him. Oost is right next to him. I'm not taking away from any of those guys. I think that front is the reason why the Insomniacs are probably going to be good for a long time. If one of those yeah. guys go missing, then then we have a different conversation. That, that's yeah, like really BIC when, when we were yeah. missing Big Fern, right? Right, oh, right, right. Remember that hell? That was hell. Uh, I remember it vividly. It was. It's a nightmare that I have recurring. Forty nothing. You know, Matt Rick intercepting passes because he's a ghost, and I couldn't even freaking see him because Gerald Bell was choking me and Courage at the same time with each hand. Um, but this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. That being said, and we're mentioning the BIC team that was promised and didn't deliver on the promises that we were talking about them at this exact same time last year, right? It basically feels like a, a year Pretty ago, much, yeah. today, we were saying that BIC wasn't going to lose because they're them. Guess what, Insomniacs? You're them now. You climb yeah. the mountain, you're up there. That air's thin, and it's tough to breathe when every single week you're going to be playing your Super Bowl. Now, let's be honest. Honestly. 
Stick with it has proven time in and time out that they don't have it yet, right? And we'll get there when we talk about stick with it when we go to the top ten. And I, you know, I, I keep watching Jeremy Geary and I see all the things that I wish I was as quarterback. He's good, and they just need to fix a couple of things, and we'll see. But I will warn the Insomniacs this: you hear what we're saying about BIC? Ask RTC how good they are in person, right? Honestly. It does not matter if you think and say on the All Pro Jaffos munchie even after having four touchdowns against the, the second-best team in your division that day, that you're better. Football is not played on paper with the rosters, and that that's how we decide the teams. As much as you want it to be LeBron generation, that's not how it's played. Oh, my goodness. You hate LeBron, if, huh? If you, you, if you stay on top like Batman, like that's and, pure rises, hate. and I'm going to keep hammering this home. That's pure hate. The Insomniacs, they want to repeat. If the Insomniacs want to repeat, guys, and you should make fun of me all you want because I deserve it. But if the Insomniacs want to repeat, they cannot let the victory defeat them if they are not still as hungry as they were last year to keep winning. They're not. They're not. They're going to find out because they're fucking around right now, and it's cute, and it's fun, and they're beating teams by a lot, and they don't have a lot of competition. I can guarantee you. Listen, I can guarantee you I've been here a few times. The season after you win the championship is going to be the toughest season you've ever played. I remember playing the Bulldogs and taking a breath and saying, what the fuck is going on? I am a championship offensive lineman. What are these dudes doing? Bro, everyone's going to come out and give you their A game on the West Coast. And, okay, you're going to slide through the West Coast, but I just, we can get to that later. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it realistically, Matt, going to be they, they're going to have one more game next year that matters? Who? The Insomniacs. Are they, you're, you're I mean, asking, all the games matter. No, you're asking, are they going to, you know, I know what you mean. You're asking I if they're going to have the championship. Which championship? No, I think. And, you know, Chris Vera talks about iron sharpens iron. If they keep if they keep slicing that 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 sword through cotton candy over and over again, let's just hope it doesn't get gunked they up and it can keep the edge when they actually face yeah. the real team. They won't be ready, but we'll see. We'll see. I think there's going to be more balance in Vegas next year, but I think the Insomniacs are still the team to beat. Yeah. Wide margin. Well, don't sleep. Don't sleep on stick with it with with the with, well, it's with all not of sleeping, the motivation it's just, that they have. And don't, don't sleep about no motivation. Actual structure, and they actually practice. Yeah, no, I think, I'm, I'm I think they're. I think they're, they're a winning. year. They're a year away from Dude. being stride for stride. Um, but this gets me to the the final thing that I want to talk about. Because all off season so far, we've been hearing a lot of shit going on, and Rob, you kind of touched on it on one of the post championship episodes. Yeah, but there's this. Theory going around. I won't call it a conspiracy theory, but over the last few seasons, we talked about it in the news about Jordan Davidson going from Ohio to Vegas, and we've seen some other players make that leap before. Trey Robinson started in the Northeast playing in Pennsylvania and right. has been with Nevada ever since. There's a lot of rumors going around about a team and there have been three teams I've heard about trying to make major plays in the Northeast. And what what can you what are you hearing? What's this this theory going around and and what does it have to do with this upcoming season? What well, what I can say because again it's, you know, it's it's there's stuff that's been yeah, this stuff, right. We, we can't report on things yet because yeah, it's, not, it's not confirmed. Yeah, it's not confirmed. But what I can say, what I did say, and what I'm going to always warn about is, you know, heavy is the, you know, head that wears the crown. The Insomniacs won the championship. The Nightcrawlers gave them a phenomenal game. When now, if you're in the A7FL, What's your witness? Like, what's your witness test? What are you looking at to see what the peak is in the A7FL? You're looking at that championship. So if you're looking at that championship and saying, "Wow, I got to deal with a guy like Scooter, RTC. I got to, I got to get guys that can get around, around guys like Kenny Mack." And well, what teams, what good teams are going to do is they're going to recruit. 
if they're going to recruit guys that can beat the guys that you just showed us, you showed us your best. Great. Now we're literally going to handpick players that we know can beat your best. Because that's what Vegas did the year before, and that's what every team does every year before that. That's just the nature of the beast. I'm not going to say which team is doing it. I'm not going to say which team is not doing it. What I'm telling you right now is if the name of your team has changed from, you know, let's say it was Oceanside, Oceanside Panthers, and now it's New Jersey Panthers, I would be worried about that. I would be very nervous at what these people are doing. Why did they even change the name? Why is it more of a New Jersey thing than a city thing? I warned about it. it it's it's dangerous. There's people that are being there's players that are moving chips around, bro. They're they're heavy, heavy hitters being put in certain is positions. It, is it fair to say that if you were nominated or voted on? in any of the major awards this year, you had a conversation with a couple of people from this team in question. For sure. This team in question... And let's just be clear, the Rawway mm-hmm. Snow Tribe are known as the Rawway Snow Tribe, by the way, A7FL family. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as long as you know that. But it's, it's, it's that, and then there's a very popular quarterback who, I don't know, he might be going home, wherever home is. When, when That's right, calling him into the Renegades 2024. Let's go. Is home where the heart is or is home where the chips are? I, I'm going to leave that to you guys to answer. I, I, I can't answer that for you, but I, what I'm telling you right now is – Oh, you're not talking about me? No. But if Munchie, if Munchie was on the show and talking in a relaxed tone as if there was nothing to worry about, well – well, Munchie has a lot to worry about because while he thinks it's a cakewalk, everybody else, and again, I don't think those guys back then last year could have beat three uh, those three top teams in New Jersey because we're obviously talking about one of them, right? Those three top teams in New Jersey, I think, would have been able to either. Yep. Yeah, no, that, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. The three top teams in the Northeast, and I'm not talking about um, Nightcrawlers because they got spanked, right? Quote, unquote. Um those three teams in the Northeast, those guys were licking their chops to come to the Insomniacs because they saw things that the Insomniacs do and they knew, you know, how to game plan around it. But, you know, guys weren't serious and they let they well, let let's, Vegas let's, win teams. let's do this. There is there is there any names that you feel comfortable right now, Rob? Because we the three of us know, and everybody listening, we love you, but you don't know. You could figure you it out. Maybe you could do your own work. Any names? Uh, I think Gomez to be I see. Oh, no. So you said a name and then everybody was like, Yeah, I think Gomez to be I see. That's all I can tell you right now. That's all I know. And that's a, that's a big move. That, it that's is. A big I mean, move. He, 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 he does have the juice, right? He, he, he is a player. Um, I would have sent him to the Renegades, you know, we'll, though. I'm, we'll I'm sorry. That, that... I'm still of the ilk that Isaac, guys like Isaac, guys like Trey Cohen, K, um, um, what, why am I blanking on his name? Kason Campbell? Kason Campbell, yes. Kason Campbell, those guys should have put their butts to the Renegades or the Animals to, to bolster up that team with a bunch of youth and, and energy. But again, I'm not here to direct traffic. I'm just here to report. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. By the way, he's wow. doing he's doing a promo for the Corey Hammond Renegades. If you want if you want more than than one reception a game, if you want more than one time to post your highlights to Facebook, Corey Hammond's going to throw the ball. Corey Hammond's going to complete the ball, and Corey Hammond's going to make your name a household name. Corey, Corey Hammond's twenty four. This message is brought to you by the Marcellus Pack, Pack Money. Oh, really. wait. I wish. Speaking, wait. That's one name. I, I know we didn't even talk about this map. I forgot. Shame on whoever was responsible for stopping Pack Money from playing last season. Shame on you. 
And you know who you would are. You, Go ahead, Matt. Would, would you say that he's in play for this now? Because he, he did not – yeah. Pack's on a team. <laughs> he's on well, that the team. Thing, the thing that Matt's saying, Rob, is that Pack was, was denied access to playing with the team from his town that he should have played hey, for, who he could have benefited playing for. What a difference he would have made against the Nightcrawlers. Shame on whoever stopped that. You suck, and you cost the team a yeah, championship. Shame on that you person, suck. too, for telling Big Mo after what he's been going through. And shout-out to Big Mo. Shout-out to Big Mo. Word. Word. Shout-out to Big Mo. And, 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 and Big Mo got the okay from the commissioner and, and, and founder of the league. And then the right. same person, I think, that we're talking about. Same we're not going to mention names. Stop. Told stop. Him, no, it's not saying. I don't know Fucking loser, bro. You suck. You stop Big Mo from playing, and you cost your team a championship because you're an idiot. Shouts to you. And I feel like that's a great way to end the first episode of the new season. We've gotten pretty much everyone pissed off at us, and if you want to say thank you, you can follow us on Facebook. We'll be coming soon to Instagram, but like, comment, and subscribe wherever podcasts are sold. Or you can go to tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch and buy a shirt. We might have more shirts coming in soon or not. Um, shout out to Jess Hammond, Jess Hammond Tattoos, who does our t-shirt designs. But, guys, I get, we get to do this part again. I'm so excited. Um, but for Big Rob Fabian, for Corey Hammond, I'm Matt Ryan. We'll be back in a week or two, as always. Don't be an asshole. Mouth dry.